Financial Grown-Up Guide, Five Essential Ways to Create a Successful Business from Anywhere with Entrepreneur Coach Kate Scudder. You're listening to Financial Grown-Up with me, Certified Financial Planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown-Up. And you know what? Being a grown-up is really hard, especially when it comes to money. But it's okay. We're going to get there together. We got this. So many online entrepreneurs make it look so easy. But yes, as all of you know in your gut, it is not. You have to do the work and you have to be prepared and you need to have the right people giving you guidance. That is why I was so thrilled to talk to Kate Scudder. She is an entrepreneur and career coach as well as the host of the Born to Rise podcast. And by the way, she also has a killer TEDx talk that you guys should definitely check out. Among the topics that we cover how to define the problem that you are going to solve for clients, ways to market that don't make you squirm, how to be more confident in selling, how to make your business more consistent. And Kate also shares some of her boss lady hacks, like how she manages her calendar and her daily routine. Here is Kate Scudder. Kate Scudder, I am so happy I finally got you on the Financial Grown-Up Podcast. Welcome. Thank you so much, Bobby. It's so great to be here. You're going to be sharing with our financial grown-up listeners some of your tips to create what you have done, which is a six-figure business from abroad, in your case. doesn't have to be from abroad, but it is basically just from a laptop, which is incredible. And you've done it in, I think, an amazingly short amount of time. So I'm so excited to have you and very pumped to hear your tips. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. And I'm so excited to be talking about this. I think for so many entrepreneurs creating a successful business, whether you're running it from a laptop abroad or whether you're running it out of your living room feels like it's this enigmatic thing. So I'm really excited to break down some really tangible steps to help your listeners apply it to their own businesses. Yeah. And I'm a little bit of a snob about this. I don't like all this mumbo jumbo. You are specific and focused and I love that. So you've got five tips and then we have some other special stuff after this. So stick with us guys. Number one is basically figure out the problem that you're going to solve for people, right? Absolutely. So the first thing I would say, if you are looking to build a six-figure business and scale it to multiple six figures and beyond, is you have to be so crystal clear on the problem that you help people solve. It is not enough to just say, well, I want to be you know, a consultant for leaders, or I want to be a health coach or, you know, whatever other niche that you're in, dial that right in to get so specifically clear on the problem that you help your clients solve and how you do that with the solution that you offer. So what would be an example of a client that had this problem and how do they really figure out what problem they were solving for? So one of the exercises that I lead my clients through, let's take a a health coaching coach, for example. If you are looking to build out a health coaching business, somebody who helps their clients achieve either weight loss or higher levels of energy, the problem that you might help somebody solve is losing 15 pounds or losing 20 pounds. What you need to do if you want to dial that right in and then be able to build a compelling brand and a compelling message from that is get super clear, not only on that problem point as if it's a bullet point in your notebook, but what's the pain that somebody is experiencing as a result of having that problem. So one of the things that I think happens a lot is entrepreneurs get stuck in this messaging spiral of, well, I'm listing out my clients' problems, but they're not responding. I think the biggest thing that happens when we do that is that we're not actually speaking to the pain, the ripple effect pain, I call it, that those problems cause. So for example, if a client is struggling with low energy, they're feeling overweight, they're feeling like not confident in their bodies, how is that actually playing out in their lives? Maybe they can't 
walk up the stairs without running out of breath. Maybe they can't bend over to pick up their grandchild and not feel like they have to sit down. So really dialing your messaging straight in to the problem that you help people solve, the pain that it's going to help them get out of, and painting the picture and creating offers that that help somebody do that in a step-by-step way is such a powerful step for your business and for your marketing. Which brings us to your second tip, which is to figure out what exactly the offer is. Exactly. So the second thing that you need to do is build out an offer. I always say to my clients, especially who offer their services, so consultants, any kind of strategist, is it's very, very important to be able to build a product in your client's mind as if it were a tangible product that you could put on top of your desk. So if you're offering a six-month consultancy package or a retainer offer, what does that look like? What's the result that somebody's going to get? And the way that you want to think about your offers is in two different pieces. The first is the framework and the second are the features. So your framework might look like, like for example, in my business coaching consultancy, I have a framework that's based on three different things, energy, strategy, and sales. When you can nail all three of those as a business owner, you are golden. So the energy piece is you know, what is, what does your vibe put out? How are you attracting your ideal client? How are you attracting your audience? The second piece of strategy is what are the offers that you're building out? How are we marketing you in a way that is magnetic in a way that draws your people in? And thirdly, in sales, obviously we need to make sales if we're going to be in business. And so what I really recommend entrepreneurs to do if they're struggling to build out an offer is think about What's the framework that you move somebody through and what are the features? How long is your package for? What does it include? What's the scope of work? And when you can be so specifically clear on the process that you move somebody through, the framework, and the way that you do that and the tangible breakdown, the features, that's when you really have a rock solid offer to bring to the market. The third thing is something I am so uncomfortable with myself. Get comfortable with marketing. It is so hard, Kate. I feel this personally. Really, Bobby? You're definitely not alone. And I have to be honest, like at the beginning when I started my business, I felt so uncomfortable with it. I felt like, hang on, squawking about like all of this stuff that I do for other people, like this is so uncomfortable. Here's what I've come to see it as. When you are marketing your services or your products or your free content even, because let's be real, promoting a podcast or promoting a blog article, all of that is marketing. You are educating and you are empowering your audience with pieces of content, with pieces of information and pieces of education that help them move towards a result. And I think that when you can have that internal shift as an entrepreneur from, oh, this is so self-indulgent, who would want to read about this? This is so self-aggrandizing and really flip that script to say, hey, Me showing up and waving this flag loud and proud is helping somebody else who's seeing this achieve a result. And that is such an empowered place, both for you and for your audience. The fourth one, also a pain point for me, confidence in selling. I always, I struggle with this, Kate. I really do. You know what? I hear you. And I, especially for women, Bobby, I personally think that we are not necessarily taught to move into a sales conversation or move into a sales context with the same level of permission and confidence that for whatever reason, I feel like men just in, intrinsically feel. Um, I'm sure that's not the case for everybody, but I definitely know so many women who struggle with this piece. Here's my take on this. When you sell somebody, your product or your service, you are giving them the pathway to a solution. If you don't sell, if you don't speak about what your offer is, if you never let somebody know how they can work with you and what's possible as a result, you are literally robbing from them the possibility for getting that result and you helping them. And I think when you really flip that script and look at hang on, this is not just some selfish, you know, like manipulative, greasy car salesman tactic. This is me showcasing 
the possibility that somebody has to achieve this solution with me, you really put yourself in the game and you give your market confidence to buy from you. And the fifth thing is be consistent. That is absolutely right. I think that there is no, one of the best pieces of advice, Bobby, that I've ever been given in entrepreneurship is don't get too high and don't get too low. When it comes to being your own boss, running things your own way, creating your own schedule, running your own team, there's so many opportunities to get knocked off your horse, to feel like you just want to crawl, throw in the towel and crawl back into bed and you just don't want to do it. And that is the biggest thing that I think swipes entrepreneurs off their path is feeling like I had a good day. I want to show up, had a bad day. I don't want to show up guys. If you take one thing away from this, let it be this. You are going to have great days. You're going to have hard days. It's your commitment to staying the course. That is the thing that's going to see you through. Just remember you cannot fail if you just keep going. I also want you to share as kind of a bonus for our listeners, you have a lot of everyday things that you do. Some things I do too, that really help in terms of the day-to-day, like the way that you schedule your week, which is something I do as well. Yes, absolutely. So one of the the best hacks, oh my gosh, this has just saved so much time, so much mental bandwidth for me is scheduling a CEO day. So on Mondays, I mean, I'm on the phone a lot of the time, whether it's on the phone with clients, group calls, individual calls, collaborators. I'm on the phone a lot. Mondays are my CEO day, which means I don't take any calls. Monday is my day to work completely on my business and not be in anybody else's business. And that has been so helpful for not only like block scheduling and batching out what I need to do in a week, but also for keeping me super on point when I'm coaching on the other days and just very, very focused on what I need to do. I think that as entrepreneurs and as CEOs, one of our biggest forms of currency is our focus and our attention. And so scheduling in a CEO day is going to massively help you feel organized and sane as you move into the week. And I recommend doing it on a Monday because who doesn't love moving into the week feeling organized and sane? And the second thing I would say is create a little routine for yourself on a daily basis. And I don't mean, you know, wake up at 5 a.m., meditate, do power yoga, like sit in Lotus for 25 minutes. Like, no, you don't have to do any of that. For me, one of the things that I have is a non-negotiable. I wake up, I have some water with lemon. I exercise for half an hour to 45 minutes and I move into my day after doing a little bit of gratitude practice. And I might like think about things in the shower. Like I don't spend hours journaling in the morning, but I think that if you can mentally and physically prime your body in the morning, you're really setting yourself up for success. You also talk a lot about the mindset that's involved because it's important that we be aware of what other people are doing. First of all, we learn from them and you should just always be aware of competition, let's be real. And also I believe a lot of competition is actually expanding businesses. So I I believe in cooperation over competition in general. But it's also important, you know, not to compare too much, right? Absolutely. So I think one of the biggest things that knocks us off our horse is this feeling of imposter syndrome of she's doing it better than me or they already have this established company or who am I to come into this space. And I think whenever that happens, and let's be real, it happens for all of us. The most important way that we can shift out of that is moving your attention from comparison, from, you know, analyzing all of your flaws and your worthiness and your capability, taking your attention off of all of that comparison and not good enough noise and moving it back to a place of service, moving it back to a place of all of the reasons why you and you alone are the best equipped to serve your people, why you have move through everything that you've been through in your life, in your business, in your experience in order to be able to offer what you're doing. And just remember, if you are not showing up for your people, you're taking away from them the opportunity that they have 
to experience what's possible on the other side. So the more that you can give yourself permission to let go of the comparing mind, which is our ego's way of keeping us safe, and go back to all of the ways that you're equipped to help somebody, you're going to be of so much more service and you're going to make a heck of a lot more money. I want to finally just touch on something that you have some strong opinions on, and that is MLMs, multi-level marketing. It's important. There's some really good ones out there, but you also have a lot to say about the fact that some of them are scammy. What do people need to know? I think that there are a lot of amazing people out there doing, you know, building a successful business in network marketing. I think there are great companies out there that offer possibilities for people, but do your homework, guys. I think it's very important to know what you're getting into and to really, you know, and this is the case, whether you're in an MLM or you're building your own business or you're working for somebody else, quite frankly, is you need to be 100% behind the mission, the ethos, the values of whatever it is that you're selling. So rather than just looking at a shiny object as a way to make a little bit more money in your bank account month after month, really ask yourself, is being affiliated with this community or this company, something that I'm going to feel proud of in 10 years? Do I align with the values and the greater impact that this company is making? Because ultimately, whether you are just one person in a rank or you are an entrepreneur with under your own brand, you are representing a brand and that brand is yourself. And so you really want to make sure that you align at a deep level with whatever it is that you're standing behind. Kate, this has been so wonderful. Tell us more about what's going on with your business and where people can follow up to learn more about all of these amazing techniques. Thank you so much, Bobby. So everyone can find me on katescudder.com. That's C-A-I-T-S-C-U-D-D-E-R.com. I'm also very active on Instagram and I've got a lot of great stuff, some great programs coming out in 2020 to help entrepreneurs get their businesses off the ground and scaling to super high levels. Uh, You can also check out my TEDx talk, which just came out. If you Google or YouTube search uh, Kate Scudder TEDx, you'll see my talk there. And um, yeah, all the places really. KateScudder.com will give you everything you need to know. And by the way, I love the TEDx talk. Everyone definitely take the time to check that one out. Thank you so much, Kate. Thank you so much, Bobby. Love that interview. What are your best ideas for entrepreneurs or what's worked for you if you are an entrepreneur? Please share those ideas with us. You can DM me on Instagram at BobbyRebel1. On Twitter, I am at BobbyRebel. And get on my free grown-up list. You can do so right on my website, BobbyRebel. Big thanks to the inspiring Kate Scudder for helping us all be financial grown-ups. Financial Grown Up with Bobby Rebel is edited and produced by Steve Stewart and is a BRK Media production.